You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. We are called to train leaders to disciple the nations. Know more about our call to leadership in our mission series, Uncharted. Listen to this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Ngayon pong araw na to, magpapatuloy tayo sa ikalawa at huling sandali ng, o huling linggo ng pagtalakay po natin about our mission series entitled Uncharted, ibig sabihin unexplored, untap. Okay? At marami pong mga bansa, unexplored pa, hindi pa nararating ng gospel, kaya dinadala ho natin doon ang salita ng Panginoon through our missionaries. Okay, kumain na ho ba kayo? Ah, salamat na manood, kumain kayo. Ah, sino hong nakakaalam dito na mayroong, di ba alam nyo yung Jollibee tsaka McDonald's, may competition sila, hindi ho ba? O maring iba sa inyo, mas gusto nyo McDonald's, maring ibang gusto nyo Jollibee. Taas ang McDonald's. Okay, very good. O, doon sa Jollibee, taas ang kamay. Aba, maingay pa, meron pa. Wow. Alam nyo, tinanong ko lahat yung services sa pinagturo ako. Eh mukha ho majority, mas gusto ninyo ang Jollibee. Okay? Ako naman wala akong problema sa akin yan. Kahit Jollibee, McDonald's, basta libre. Kaka papasok ko ako dyan. Okay, kakainan ko lahat yan. Okay. Pero sa totoo lang, medyo mas inclined pa rin ako doon sa Jollibee dahil kasi yung kanilang tinatawag ng lang hapsarap. Yan. Kita nyo na sa, sa promotion pa lamang, sa marketing strategy pa lamang, Pinoy na Pinoy na. Di ba? May kompetisyon na nangyayari dyan eh, sa dalawang store na yan. Okay. Nung una silang maglaban, parang David and Goliath. Okay. Parang ang McDonald, ang Gulayat, at si Jollibee yung David. Kasi talaga namang napakalakas ng McDonald noon eh. Nauna kasi yung McDonald bago pumasok yung Jollibee. At ang Jollibee ay Filipino-owned. Okay? Nagsimula yan dito sa Pilipinas. Ang McDonald, nagsimula ho yan sa Amerika. Okay? At sila ay nag-rest sa kanilang marketing strategy na pagka pumasok ka sa kanila para pakiramdam mo na sa Amerika ka na rin. Di ba? Pero ang ginawa ho ng Jollibee, iba, hindi niya in-explore yung bagay na yun na magmumukha siyang international, kundi kiniliti niya yung puso ng mga Pinoy. Okay? Kaya nga langhap, sarap yung kanilang ginagamit na promotion. At nakaka-capture ito yung puso ng mga Pilipino. Kaya later on, mapapansin natin sino ang, ma- sino ang mas maraming pinupuntahan ng mga Pilipino dito sa Pilipinas, McDonald's o Jollibee, ang nanalo po ay walang iba kundi si Jollibee. Okay? Ginulpi. Ginulpi niya si McDo. Okay? So ano po yung nangyari? Na meron po tayong bagay na matututunan dito. Okay? And that we can apply in mission. Kapag ang mga missionaries po natin ay nagpupunta at ng church sa ibang bansa, in their mind, it's not really long term. Okay? Although we call them long term missionaries, because in their minds, pag napunta sila, nagplant sila ng churches, the first thing that would come into their mind is, sino ang local na i-raise ko rito to become the next pastor so that I can leave this nation. Why? Dahil mas mainam mo na makapag-raise ng local in that particular nation na siyang maglilid ng church at magwiwin ng souls sa kanyang sariling bayan kaysa yung mananatili yung Pilipino na siya ang maglilid nun. Mas magiging epektibo ang isang local na mag-reach out sa kanyang sariling kababayan. Now, ang victory po ay isang magandang halimbawa. May mga Amerikano nagpunta rito, ni-reach out yung mga kabataan sa U-Belt 
nung marami ng mga kabataan nang nadidisciple at natitrain, ano pong ginawa? Nag-alisan na po yung mga American missionaries. At ngayon, tayo, dito sa Pilipinas, puro mga Pilipino yung mga nagpapatakbo ng victory. Andiyan po kayo. Amen. Palakpan po natin si Lord. That is the mindset of victory. Now, kaya naman sa competition nito ni Jollibee at McDonald's, may natutunan si McDonald. Natutunan niya na kahit siya dapat magpuntang bansa, dapat matuto siyang kunin yung kultura, i-contextualize yung kanyang sarili sa kultura ng bansang yon. Kaya nga nagkaroon ng mga iba't ibang produkto pagdating sa ibang bansa, alimbawa sa Indonesia, nagkaroon ng makturko. Okay? Dahil kasi, uh, yung sa yung, I don't know, yung turko mas 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 sound sa pandinig ng mga Indonesian. Okay? Nagkaroon ng maklu, makalu, tiki. Sa India, <laughs> sa atin, makburger lang yan, di ba? Kaysa Dubai, nagkaroon ng makarabia. Okay? So, may natutunan ng McDonald sa Jollibee. Kasi gulpisarado sila sa Jollibee. Okay? So, natutunan nila, babagay sila, kukontextualize sila yung kanyang sarili kung nasaan man silang bayan. Amen? Same principle in mission. Kaya po yan ang ating pag-aaralan sa oras na ito. Ang title po ng ating pag-aaralan New Hero. Sino po yung mga new heroes na yan? Maalalaman po natin may at may. Tumayo po tayo lahat at buksan po natin sa Matthew o sa Acts chapter 4, 14 verse 23 up to 28. And when they had appointed elders for them in every church with prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. Then they passed through Pisidia and came to Pampilia. And when they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Atalia. And from there they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had fulfilled. And when they arrived and gathered the church together, they declared all that God had done with them. And how He had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles, and they remained no little time with the disciples. Tayo po yung manalangin. Lord, pagpalaay mo po ang araw na ito at ikaw po sumabaybay sa amin at gumabay sa pag-aaral namin ng iyong salita. May your name be glorified, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Mako po tayong lahat. Okay. Alam po natin that during the first missionary journey ni, 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 ni Paul, okay, siya po ay nagpunta sa Antioch, Iconium, Lystra, and Derby. At nung nakarating po sa, sa Derby, dahil yun na po yung pinakadulo ng uh, east side, siya po ay bumalik sa lahat ng mga cities na kanilang pinuntuhan at pinagtaniman nila ng churches. Now, malaki sakripisyon kay Paul dahil sa pagpaplant nila ng church sa mga lugar na yun, sa mga cities na yun kanilang pinuntuhan, katakot-takot na persecution yung kanilang inabot. May mga pagkakataw pang sila ay binato at si Paul ay nagmistula ng patay dahil sa tama ng mga bato na ito. So sa madali salita, matindi ang persecution and yet, okay, bumalik pa rin si Paul sa mga siyudad na yon dahil sa napakahalagang bagay. Kung titignan po natin yung background dito, binalikan niya yung kanyang mga plenant na church, it is because he would like to encourage the disciples there. Gusto niya na yung mga disciples may encourage, isa po yung bahagi yung trabaho ng isang may apostolic college, hindi lamang magplant ng church, hindi lamang magproclaim ng gospel, kundi mag-encourage pa, palakasin yung mga believers, lalo na kung sila po ay nangihina. At kailangan nila yun because lahat po ng mga churches na kanilang pinag, lahat ng mga cities na kanilang pinagtaniman ng churches were actually under great pressure and persecution. 
Pangalawa, kailangan-kailangan maging stable ang church na kanilang plinan. Kaya naman, they had to appoint leaders in every city or in every house, in every church. Kasi naging, sabi nga natin, naging base ministry la yung mga house churches. So, bawat isa kinakailangan maglagay sila ng pastor, which is so important. And makita ko natin ang naging resulta. Yung church na yon ay naging strong, local-led, self-sufficient, local churches. Okay? So, sa madali sa tita, nakabuti yung pagbalik ni Paul. Alam niyang delikado yung kanyang buhay, pero yung sacrifice niya yon, yung mga sacrifice niya ay hindi po nawalan ng kabuluhan. Now, Ito po yung magiging pagtalakay po natin sa mga tap- sa topic na ito at uh, ito po ay tinatawag ng church leadership in mission. Unahin po nating pag-usapan is raising local leaders, second is training young leaders, and third is releasing called leaders. Yan po ay para higitin yung maunawaan kung paano rin natin ito ginagawa sa every nation. First is raising local leaders. Sa verse 23 natin binasa kanilang sabi, when they had appointed elders. Now, pag sinabi pong elders, sinabing leaders, sinabing overseers or deacon, somehow those words are being used interchangeably. Okay? Although in our context today, dahil iba't ibang struktura ng bawat church, there are some people who are still using those words, but iba-iba yung kanilang forma. Okay? Now, for the sake of our studies, Tignan po natin kung ano yung sinasabi doon ng salita ng Panginoon sa pag-appoint ng elders. Sabi ko when they had appointed elders for them in every church with prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. So bahagi po nung kanilang pag-appoint ng leaders ay yung kanila po itong ipinapanalangin. Katulad nung ginawa nating pananalangin dito, kahit at 10 days missions lang sila, it is with the blessing of the church. That's why they would go there with such confidence. Now, importante ho kay Paul na makapag-raise ng local leaders na kung saan siya nagplant ng church. Bakit po? Dahil marami po itong mga advantages. Okay? Una, yung cultural connection. Okay? Now, makikita niyo ako ay... Pilipino, ang hindi ko nakatayo dito, Amerikano, okay? Regularly, ako yung nakita nyo nagpipreach is because madali akong makakunik sa inyo dahil kabisado ko kung, alam joke, okay? Yung mga Pilipino joke, mas madali nyo maintindihan. Tama ho ba? May, may, mahirap gawin yun ng isang Amerikano, okay? Ng isang foreigner, okay? Mas madali yung cultural connection dahil ako Pilipino, kayo ay Pilipino, mas madali tayong magkakaintindihan, okay? Kahit na ho, Kita, sa Cambodia nung nagpunta kami, inaayho nila na darating yung time na aalis po yung mga long-term missionaries natin doon at ang may iwan doon yung mga local leaders at sila na mismo yung magpipreach. Sila na mismo yung magdi-disciple. Sila na mismo yung magkukundak ng mga training dahil dumaan din sila sa proseso at mas magiging madali yung connection nila dahil alam nila yung kultura ng tao. Now, tingnan nyo, ang Pilipino pupunta sa ibang bansa Okay, bago pa man siya pumunta ng ibang bansa, magse-search na sa internet. Alam niya ano ba ang kultura ng bansang ito? Ano ba yung kanilang mga paniniwala? Ano ba yung kanilang mga gawi? Okay? Para nang sa ganun yung missionary natin equip pagpunta niya ron, i-contextualize sa yung approach niya sa gospel, yung approach niya ng pag-share ng word of God, contextualize, binabatay niya sa kung anong kultura ng bansang yon. Pero kung ang mai-raise na leaders ay tagaruna sa bansang yun, napakadali. Why? Kasi citizen siya ng bansa na yun. Amen? 
Pangalawa, his communication is better. Of course, wala na magta-translate. I told you yeah, last time is nung ako'y nasa Cambodia, may nagta-translate sa akin. Kaya sabi ko, medyo kinakabahan ako dahil hindi ko alam kung tama rin yung translation. Tapos sinabi ko, the joy of the Lord. Hindi naman siya nakangiti. Ako'y nakangiti. Hindi may translate yung ngiti. Di ba? So, but nevertheless, I thank God because may local na makikita naming potential. Kahit na nagta-translate pa lamang siya, pero siya'y potential na potential na later on siya lang maging pastor ng lugar na yun. Amen? Dahil mas maganda ang communication, derecho, kasi yung teaching ko, kanang ko sa kalahati eh. So, mas maraming matututunan ng tao kung derecho na sa lingwahe nila. Amen? Pangatlo is, may ownership ng vision. Complete vision ownership. Bakit? Tulad sa ating mga Pilipino, walang higit na magmamahal sa Pilipino kundi matayuring mga Pilipino. Amen? Alam ko yung mga misyonaryong nagpunta rito, mahal ang bansa natin. Pero higit tayong mga Pilipino, mahal natin yung bansa natin. Amen? Kahit na pinipintasan pa natin ang sarili nating bayan, okay? kahit na nagiging minsan nakikita natin yung politika natin, parang sirkus na, minsan ginagawa natin katuwaan, pero hindi may tatatwa sa puso natin, mahal natin yung bansa natin. Amen? Nag-iisa lang ang Pilipinas eh. At dito tayo nakatira. Dito rin tayo magpaparami ng lahi. Yung mga anak at mga anak-anak natin, dito rin ho sa Pilipinas. Kaya walang ibang higit na magmamahal sa Pilipinas, kundi mga Pilipino. Now, same principle applies doon sa mga ibang bansa. Sa Cambodia, ang higit na magmamahal sa Cambodia, ano? yung mga Cambodian din, yung mga kamay, tawag ko kamay. Okay? So, kapag isiner mo sa kanila yung vision ng pagmamahal sa kanilang bayan at matransform yung kanilang bayan sa pamagitan ng gospel ni Jesus, they have more passion to share the word of God to their own nation. Amen? And lastly, mayroon church stability. Alam nyo, kapag ang mga missionaries natin may tangka, may tangka sa kanyang buhay o may panganib na, of course, common sense dictates na huhuguti natin yung missionaries natin at ibabalik natin dito sa Pilipinas. Ang question is, paano na yung church doon? Kapag nakarelay lamang sa Pilipino, yung leadership ng church na yun, wala na. Babagsak na yung church na yun. Wala na leader eh. Pero kapag nakapag-grace ka ng pastor, nakapag-grace ka ng mga evangelists, nakapag-grace ka ng mga servants of God in that particular nation, kahit mawala ang mga Pinoy doon, for whatever reason, yung church na yun is stable at tatakbo pa rin. Amen? So that's the way we think. And I'm sharing this to you para maunawaan ninyo kung paano natin ito ginagawa dito sa every nation. Allow me to give you some example, okay? Sa China. Siguro eh, narinig niyo na minsan mag-preach dito yung si Jackie. Okay? Si Jackie ho, hindi niya talaga tunay na pangalan yung Jackie. Dahil lang sa ang hirap i-pronounce yung kanyang pangalan, at since ang paborito niya ay si Jackie Chan, ginamit na pangalan na sa kanya, o oh, Jackie na lang ang pangalan mo para madali. Kasi mga Pilipino, eto nga tinatawag na cultural barrier eh. Sa kanila, maaaring madali nilang ma-memorize ma- ma- yung pangalan ng mga Chinese people. Kayo ba kaya nyo mag-memorize ng mga pangalan ng mga Chinese people? Lala kung puro letter X. Di ba ang hirap mo? X, C, ganyan. Bisa hindi umabanggit. Pero sila, kayang-kaya nila. Why? Bahagi na ng kanilang kultura yon. Kaya ngayon, pinasimple, ginawa na lang okay. So, paborito mo si Jackie Chan. Jackie na ang pangalan mo. Okay. So, ginawang pangalan niya Jackie. Now, itong kanyang istorya. Okay. One of our local leaders today in, in a communist nation had never heard of Jesus or read the Bible when he met our missionaries. 
Our missionary would even cry in frustration in trying to reach out to him, referring to Jackie. The leader only agreed to meet with our missionary so he can have a free meal at McDonald's. Yun lang ang dahilan. Ah. Pumayag siya magpa-disciple at mamit dahil libre yung pagkain sa McDonald's, dililibre siya ng missionaries natin. So imagine niyo kung yung missionary wala rin pera. O, paano niya maililibre sa McDo? Okay, that's why we need to support our missionaries. Now, so sila yung nagmimit. Hagang siya po ay nag-alay ng kanyang buhay sa Panginoon na transform yung kanyang buhay. Siya ay patuloy na disciple na train. And you know today, he is the senior pastor of the church and national leader of EN in China. Amen? Come on, let's give God a hand. Pinagtsagaan ho yung i-train. But he became, the church became even more effective under his leadership because he is a local leader. Now, pangalawa po yung sa Laos. Okay? Hindi po ganong sikat ito. Laos. One of our leaders, <laughs> nakuha niyo pala. Okay. Kala ko hindi niyo nakuha eh. One of our local leaders, inana- tulad niyo, cultural yun. <laughs> Di ba? Amerikano, hindi naintindihan yun. Okay? One of our local leaders in another communist nation was a Buddhist monk living in a monastery for seven years. Okay? Before he met a 10-day team from Manila. He was introduced to our missionary who led him to, to Christ and discipled him. He is now one of the pastors leading our EN Church in Laos. Another, another local leader in the same nation reported our underground church to the police after he was invited to a service. Naging spy pa, okay? Fortunately, everyone had left by the time the police arrived. When his parents got sick, ito yung nagtip sa mga police, nagkasakit yung parents niya. Out of desperation, he turned to the church. When his parents got miraculously healed, he gave his life to Christ. He is now our senior pastor in this nation. Amen. Come on, let's give God a hand. You cannot limit the hands of God and how He move in the lives of people in, the, in, in so many nations. And using our missionary to share the gospel and be used by God to train them. Now, let's go now to our second point, training young leaders. Kilala naman ninyo si Paul. Paul was actually training Timothy. Si Timothy at that time was a young leader. Up to such time when Paul realized that Timothy was already ready, siya po ay isang pinagkatiwala ni Paul to be one of the pastors of the church that plinant ni Paul. May sinabi, ang Pangino- May sinabi si Paul kay Timothy, sabi ng 1 Timothy 4, 11 to 12, Command and teach these things. So hindi lamang para sa kanya yon, kundi para doon sa mga may raise niyang leaders. Let no one despise you for your youth. Kasi kabataan ho si Timothy. And set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity. So dahil si Timothy kabataan, may tendency na maliitin siya ng mga tao. At may tendency na sa kanilang kultura, mga kabataan, maaaring hindi po pwedeng pakinggan. Dahil alam naman natin, well, sa Bible, makikita nyo, ang mga tinatawag na mga pareseyo, mga teachers, mga scribes, yung mga religious leaders, puro sila mga matatanda. Eh si Timothy, isang kabataan. Pero sinasabi nito, what matters is not your age. What matters really is the example that you will set to the believers. 
that you will be an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Now, maraming magtatanong kayo, Pastor, bakit young? Okay? Now, alam mo ninyo, yung pastor ho natin sa Cambodia, he's already a senior citizen, si Doc Demi. Okay? Pero, pinili niyang simulan, okay, na bahaginan ng salita ng Panginoon, isang kabataan. Okay? Ngayon, ang edad ng kabataan na yun is actually 24 years old na siya. Yun yung translator ko. Okay? Pero 2010, sinimulan siya ni Doc Demi na i-disciples. Okay. Now, ang practicality rito, kapag isang kabataan, una, mas madali niyang ma-absorb. Okay? Pangalawa, meron siyang energy. Okay? Siya yung parang bubuhusan mo palang ng kaalaman, sasaluhin niya ng sasaluhin dahil wala pang masyado sa kanyang kaisipan. So, mas matitrain mo siya okay, sa salita ng Panginoon. Pangalawa, is young enough that even as he is being trained, okay, malakas siya, kabataan, at siya yung eventually potential leader. Now, hindi lang manahubas na kabataan ang gusto nating ma-train. Okay? Gusto ko natin is yung, yung talagang may, may puso okay, para sa Diyos at puso para sa mga tao. At may mga katangian kung binabanggit dito ni Paul kay Timothy. Sa 1 Timothy 3 verse 1 to 7. The saying is trustworthy. If anyone aspires to the office of overseer, he desires a noble task. Therefore, an overseer must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach. Not a drunkard, hindi manginginom. Okay? Not violent, but gentle. Not quarrelsome, hindi palaaway. Not a lover of money. He must manage his own household well with all dignity, keeping his children submissive. Verse 5, For if anyone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he take care of God's church? He must not be a recent convert, or he may become puffed up with conceit and fall into the damnation or condemnation of the devil. Moreover, he must be well thought of by outsiders, so that he may not fall into disgrace, into a snare of the devil. Now, describe pa rin ni Paul, pati yung mga deacons, Okay? As I said, minsan sa ating, uh, sa salita pong overseer, deacons, elders, leaders, being changed, being, you know, used interchangeably. Okay? Pero sa ating panahon, nakikita natin yung mga deacons somehow are volunteers. They are not, they are not receiving anything from the church. Mga volunteer leaders sila. Ito naman yung katangian na binabanggit ni Paul kay Timothy. Deacons, likewise, must be dignified. Not double tongue, not addicted to much wine, not greedy for dishonest gain, they must hold the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience and let them also be tested first. Then let them serve as deacons if they prove themselves blameless. Their wives likewise must be dignified, not slanderers, but sober-minded, faithful in all things. Let deacons each be the husband of one wife. Buti na lang ako, isa lang asawa ko. Managing their children and their own households well. For those who serve well as deacons gain a good standing for themselves and also great confidence in the faith that is in Christ Jesus. So, hindi lamang ubas na kabataan, pinaliwanag po ni Paul dito, yes, kabataan, but they must be an example. At binanggit niya yung katangian ng mga magiging overseer or leaders sa isang church. Now, 
Basahin ko lang po sa dali isang istorya nito sa istorya po ni ni Tom. Okay? Dito po ito sa Timor Leste. Sino po nakakalam ng Timor Leste? Okay, konti pa lang. Si Tito Pansa nakapunta na ron. Dati ang pangalan ng Timor Leste, ano nga? East Timor. Oh, yung East Timor, alam nyo, alam nyo East Timor. Hindi pa rin. Okay. Japan, alam nyo Japan. Okay, okay. Tom is one of the first brought in, in Timor Leste. Okay, a third year biology student at the National University of Timor Leste. He was into all kinds of vices and doing poorly in school. Kulelat sa madalit salita. Baraming bisyo. Two years ago, he met a 10-day team from Manila on campus. One of them shared the gospel with him and he immediately repented and turned to Christ. Ito na ngayon siya. He is now the top student and is passionate about doing one-to-one with others and even help translate it into their language. He serves as a volunteer staff at E.N. Timor Leste and preaches in church. Last year, while attending Ignite 2013, he received a call to become a campus missionary in his nation. He is excited to be enrolled and trained at one of the E.N. schools of ministry as recommended by his pastor. So, makikita po ninyo yung ginagawa ng Diyos. Kaya yung mga kabataan natin dito, pupunta yan doon sa campus doon sa Hong Kong para yung mga kabataan doon, ang unahin nilang bahaginan ng salita ng Panginoon. Katulad ng nangyari kay Tom, naabot siya ng mga 10 days missionaries. Binahaginan siya ng salita ng Panginoon. And he is now a very, very potential leader and one of those that preaches in the church. Amen? Shall we give God a big, big hand for that? God has His own way of raising His people. Pangatlo po is raising called leaders. Okay? Sabay, uh, Acts chapter 13, verse 1 to 3, ito po yung nagpapasimula pa lamang si Paul. Ito yung method, yung paraan, kung paanong nire-release yung mga taong tinawag ng Panginoon sa church. Now, sabi rin sa verse 1, Now there were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers. Bakit prophets and teachers? Prophet represents inspiration. Teachers represents the Word of God. And it must always be together. Kung merong inspiration, meron dapat instruction. So merong balance. Yung prophecies, chinecheck kung itong ay align to the Word of God. Now, so binanggit po yung mga naroon. At sabi ng verse 2, meron din silang worship night. Okay. When they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have. Very good. Tinawag sila. Hindi lang basta sila naisipan na wala na kaming may padala, ikaw na lang. Okay? They were called by God as revealed by the Holy Spirit. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. So yung po yung tamang proseso. Kahit kayo gusto hunin yung halimbawa maging missionary kayo sa ibang bansa, hindi yung pupunta kayo ron, magpaplant kayo ng church at pagkatapos sabi nyo, eto ha, in to in at ako ang pastor dito. I-report ko na lamang doon sa Manila na ako na ang pastor. Hindi po ganon yung proseso ho natin. May proseso tayo, you must be recognized by the leadership para nang sa ganon, uh, kasi lahat ng nire-recognize, trinane po dito sa Pilipinas, dyan sa ating EN building, at nakukuha nila, nakakapture nila yung mission and vision ng every nation. That is necessary dahil yung DNA dapat dumaloy sa kanila. Amen? So, pagkatapos po nun, pag narecognize at nalaman sila may calling, sila po ay pinapalalangin. Alam nyo na, once a month, nagkaroon kami ng EN staff sa Victory Fort. Okay? 
lahat po ng pastors and staff once a month naroon. Nagmi-meeting ko kami. Almost a month, laging mayroon kaming pinagpipray doon na isinesend, hindi lamang o 10 days mission. Kundi mga long-term missionaries, almost every month, mayroon kaming mga sinesend doon. And it is necessary na sila ipag-pray, sila ilihand, at sila i-release because they would feel more confidence and they have the blessing of the leadership. They experience the covering of the leadership of the ministry before going there. They would just won't go there by themselves. Sila po ay dapat nire-recognize ng church leadership. You get my point? Okay. Now, lahat po ito ay bahagi ng proseso na ginawa ng Panginoon sa Book of Acts. Yung Acts, madalas sinasabi natin is Acts of the Apostles. But actually, it's Acts of the Holy Spirit through the Apostles of God. It's the Holy Spirit that empowers the believers to be effective witnesses, both in preaching the gospel and in raising leaders. Sabi ng Acts chapter 1, verse 8, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. It's all because of the power of the Holy Spirit in the lives of the believers. The Holy Spirit empowers the church to raise new heroes of preaching the nations for Christ. Now, who are these heroes? Yung mga missionaries po natin, una, sila yung mga heroes. Nagsasakripisyo sila ng gusto. Iniiwan nila minsan ang magandang buhay dito sa Pilipinas. Pumupunta ron, nagpa-plant ng church at nagre-raise ng mga leaders. Sila po isa sa mga hero. Bakit po nila nagagawa yan? Even in a restricted nation, it's all because they experience the love of Jesus Christ in their lives. They experience the love of the Lord at wala silang, hindi nila mapigil yung kanilang sarili kundi ibahagi ang salita ng Panginoon because they would like to, the people to experience the same kind of love that they experience from God. Second kind of heroes are those people who were raised up as leaders na kahit they would go against their people, limbawa mga Muslim. Alam nyo ba na sa Muslim, sa isang pamilya kapag na, nakakilala isang tao sa Panginoon, siya ay siya ay inihiwalay na sa buong pamilya. Tinatakwil ang kanyang pamilya. Yung mga leaders na raised up, sila po ay bahagi rin ng mga heroes ng atin pong mission. Now, yung pangatlo pong hero, Maring iniisip ninyo, kayo, hindi naman ako missionary, pastor eh. Hindi ko ma-appreciate yung message kasi hindi naman ako missionary. Tanda po natin, we may not be missionaries because we are not going abroad to do missions. But you know what? We are supposed to be missional because we are ambassadors of Jesus Christ. Amen. Come on. Your office is your mission field. Your schools are your mission field. Yung business ninyo na may mga empleyado doon, yun ang inyong mission field. Be missional. You can be a missionary to them. And if you do that, you'll be one of the heroes of the missions for Christ. Amen. Praise God. Come on, let's give Him praise. Praise God. Praise God. It's by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's all because the Holy Spirit would always bless the things that Christ has already prepared for us. And more than 2,000 years ago, Christ became the greatest missionary of all time. It's because from heaven, He went down to earth and reached human beings. He became man just like you and me. Siya'y naging isang misyonero para abutin ang bawat isa sa atin at maibalik tayo in our relationship with God. And no one will go to heaven 
unless they go first to Christ because He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through Jesus Christ. Amen? Let's bow down our head. Thank you, Jesus. As your head bow down, eyes close. Ayaw po natin na mawalan ng kabuluhan ang ginawa ng Panginoon sa krus. Lahat tayo ay niligtas ng Panginoon at pakakuha natin ng kaligtasan if we are to receive Him as our Lord and Savior. Parang nagtataka kayo bakit ang mga missionaries na ito binibigay nila at binubuwis ang buhay para may bahaging salita ng Panginoon. Dahil naramdaman ho nila kung gaano kahalaga ang kaligtasan at ang pag-ibig ng Panginoon. At ang pag-ibig at kaligtasan na gusto rin ng Panginoon na maranasan ng marami sa atin, lalo na kung hindi pa natin ibinibigay ang ating puso, ang ating buhay sa Panginoon. We hope you were inspired by that message. Don't forget to get your copy of Victory Worship's first live album entitled Radical Love on iTunes and CD format. For more updates, join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And download the Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.